definition of what an angel investor could be. Someone coming and say, I believe what you do. I don't really care about return. Here is just uh, so much money for you to do what you believe in because I believe in you. And I did. I built my own theater. Uh, we did four to five classes a week. We were doing shows. Every business is unique, but the ups and downs we experience as we launch and run our businesses are pretty similar. We're Harmon Brothers, the team behind Pooping Unicorns and other weird but successful video ads you've probably seen. We help businesses grow through unforgettable video marketing, and we're no stranger to tricky situations. In fact, we embrace them. The goal of this podcast is to show how your crappy circumstances could be the golden opportunity that leads to your next success. You're listening to Poop to Gold. Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Benton Crane, your co-host and the CEO of Harmon Brothers. Today I have one of our team members with us, Zach Atherton. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks for having me, Benton. Now, I'm really excited about this episode because we get to pull back the curtain a little bit and tell you about a bunch of the cool things that are happening here at Harmon Brothers. And that is why Zach is here. He's involved and we're going to get to that. But first... No spoilers. Don't spoil it. Let's talk about Zach for just a second. My favorite topic. So, Zach is one of our writers. Zach is one of our directors. Mm -hmm. You've even creative directed on a couple, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you can tell Zach is a very multi-talented man. He is also the founder and owner of Improv Broadway, Mm -hmm. which is both an improv comedy club as well as an improv comedy school. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. How'd you find yourself at Harmon Brothers? After school, I, I pursued my dream of comedy full-time. I started a theater, and after a couple of years, it sort of was started to run itself, and uh, I was honestly bored and wanted to do more awesome stuff. So I, I, I met one of your writers here, and just the idea of this whole world had been so fun. You had studied law, right? Yeah, I'd studied law, and, and uh, I thought I'd be a lawyer, and then I thought comedy is way better, and the law seems boring, and then I went to law school, and I confirmed that suspicion, but I still did it anyway. That's like a great creative outlet, right? Is like oh. write contracts. Oh my gosh! Well, the, the when I got there, because I came from, I got my undergrad in like in writing, and there's all this beautiful nuance in writing, even in business writing, like the font you use. And then you go there to law school, and like twelve point font, one inch margins. You use all caps for headers, and if you're, you know anything about des- design, that's like a designer's nightmare. And it was just all the creativity was sucked out. So anyway, I was there. I was doing a teaching comedy full time. I was uh, performing every weekend here in Provo. And then uh, one of the writers here said, you know, I didn't, I, I'd been sort of arm's length at the writers here, Jay Christensen here. And he said, uh, yeah, that's how I write. And you want to learn? And so I came on as an intern. And for eight months, I didn't know what I was doing. And then someone said, you should write. And then I did. And it's all history from there. I think you were our first intern with a law degree, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably the last. Because turns out most people with advanced degrees want more than $8 an hour. But not me. I was (laughs) like, that's more than I deserve. Uh, I'm embarrassed that that's really what we paid you. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think there's something to be said about it. It's like, if you want, there's something about this culture here. If you want it, you're going to do it. And I think I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to put in the work and the time and it helps filter through maybe, maybe some of that. And because it feels like the people who are here probably do have, you know, monetarily probably could go with like other higher salaries in uh, New York or San Francisco, but they choose to be. At least culture. in the beginning. At least in the beginning. Yeah. Because the culture is so awesome. What you're doing is so awesome. So it, it's interesting because we had made a decision a while back that at Harmon Brothers, 
we're world-class in two areas. And those were the two areas where we wanted to place all of our focus, even though clients oftentimes ask us to do things outside of those two areas. So the two areas, of course, are the video marketing. That's what everyone knows us for. That's what, that's what people see us doing. But then there's also this area of expertise that I sometimes refer to as directing the marketing orchestra, if yeah. you will. Like every successful campaign needs a full marketing strategy behind it, not just a video. You're coordinating your email marketing with your ad buying, with your social, and all these other pieces have to come together and, and work in concert. And it turns out we have a team, and in fact, we did a podcast episode a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago uh, with Chris Stroud and Theron Harmon, who run our consulting division, and that is their expertise, is directing that, that marketing orchestra. And so we are focused on just those two areas. And as a result, everything else that clients would ask us to do, we would refer them to other trusted third parties. So, oh, you need an email marketer, let us plug you in over here, because these guys are great. Oh, you need an ad buyer, let us plug you in over here, so on and so forth. But one thing that we discovered was that when people come to us looking for writers who can bridge this world of comedy, personality, branding, with this world of sales copy. Yeah. Turns out it's not really out there in the marketplace. Not really, no. And so our clients were constantly asking for it. They're like, oh man, the writing in your ads is amazing. Can I also get that on my landing page? Can I get it in my email sequences? And, and so we would go out and try to find writers who could help our clients provide that, and they're just not out there. And so we realized that we needed to expand beyond just our two areas of expertise to actually offer this third area of expertise, which is writing that combines comedy plus sales. Yeah, yeah. So Zach is leading up the Harmon Brothers writing room and we are now offering it as a service to our clients. And so I wanted to bring Zach on the show so that uh, we could have a conversation about what it is and where it's a good fit and who yeah. it makes sense for. For sure. It is, a, it is the marriage between sales and comedy. And where you, you look out in the world, there's amazing copywriters out there, really crystal clear. And then there's amazing comedians out there. Mm -hmm. And if you go straight up to a comedian and say, write me an ad or write me something with really great messaging, and we notice that sometimes when we onboard comedians, there's this learning curve of this education. Like, I know punchlines, I know how to violate expectations, but then they muddy up the sales waters. Mm -hmm. Or if you go someone to a copywriter and say, give us something really clear but really funny, they don't have that comedy brain. And so... Harmon Brothers has cultivated this unique voice that does both of it. And that's why you had massive success with your videos. And you've also come, uh, created something so unique here. So basically, we're good for anybody who wants to have crystal clear sales messaging with a humorous voice that's engaging and helps with conversion. And that applies to almost any part of the sales process. Give us some examples of different parts of the sales process. So we've done scripts, of course, if people want to make their own sales videos, we do it that way. We also do email campaigns. Uh, we just wrote one email for a, a fundraising campaign. I found out yesterday that that one email generated $60,000. And it's just really, it's interesting how when people are consuming copy that we are so used to just the white noise of like boring language or in these troubled times or a letter from the owner. But when you're able to throw in a joke or some humor that's relevant and on message, actually cuts through the noise to be able to engage them and uh, push them along the sales process that much more. 
Uh, give a few examples of different types of clients that we've been able to help. So probably the big one, I'll say for a second, talk to them has been like our, our, our new fundraising campaigns we'll be doing with Angel Studios, which has been really exciting. I'll save that one for last. We help a lot with our consulting, where when people are developing their messaging constitution, they really want to figure out what messaging resonates. We write out all the copy for the 30 to 50 ads that they're going to test with. When people need a nurture series, uh, that will help them that way. When people have a landing page, an about page, where they want to spruce it up and increase engagement, we come in that way. And then, of course, we've done, we've done some radio ads, we've done some 30 second ads, we've done some long form ads, we've helped punch up some original content. Just basically, the, the people that come in, this is probably the most uh, frequent call that I have. We're not funny, and we want to sell, will you help us? And the answer is like, yeah, that's what we do. Awesome. Okay, talk to us a little bit about the fundraising campaigns with Angel Studios. So that's been the most exciting, both creatively and then also, I crunched the numbers today. So uh, the, the three that, that I've been involved with is we've got Tuttle Twins, we've had the uh, Angel Studios, the, the studio itself, and now Wing Feather. And Wing Feather is on its way to raise $5 million. Uh, Angel Studios did $5 million, and then um, Tuttle Twins did 4.6, I think what it was. What was the role that we helped with in each of those? We write the script for the pitch video mm -hmm. that played a part in this orchestra of funneling people to investment. So, so it convinces people to be part of the project by yeah. investing in it. It teaches through humor and through sales messaging what the product is, why it's a good sale, and how they can invest. And we did that, and those three, those three scripts that we wrote generated over 14 million, almost $15 million. And I crunched in the numbers today where every word of that script individually uh, generated $5,200 of investment. So it was just a huge testament to me as a writer that the message that you have is critical and because you don't always see that right away with your sales, right? Mm -hmm. With your company, like maybe if you're in the back end, you'll track ROAS, and sometimes you're like, is this a holistic approach? Or, but with the fundraiser, you see the number just in black and white, and seeing that direct correlation between this message that we came up with translated to people actually saying, yes, here's my money, was just a big light that went off for me. Now, who are the writers? Are these the same writers that are writing on actual Harmon Brothers campaigns, the, the big ones that get all the splash in the news and everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've got several veterans that we have. Uh, it's Kellen Erskine is a big part of it. Kelly's helped us with some. Um, the ones that have worked on the big ads. But the other cool part is we have a, a, a bench of folks who are come from a myriad of different like uh, stand-up backgrounds, sales backgrounds, improv backgrounds. They were able to train up to be able to expand out that way. The hope of the Harmon Brothers Writers Room is that we'll be able to be the outsource writers room for any company, project, or a creative entity that people want. When people say, hey, we've got a really awesome marketing engine, like our strategy is really great, but we just can't seem to replicate the magic of Harmon Brothers, we want to be able to say, well, we can be your room. Just insert us into your company, and there we are. Awesome. All right, Zach, let's transition for a second. Sure. After all, this is the Poop to Gold podcast. Which I understand is all about uh, diuretics and investing. Yes. Great. So let's find out about your journey and the poop to gold uh, moment that you had to overcome, or I guess the poop moment that you overcame to get to your gold. Yeah, so I would say for me, it, it was always my dream to do comedy. Um, I'd always, I, I was raised in Southern California, and I'd see people like on Whose Line Is It Anyway on, on Saturday Night Live, and I was always, man, I wish I could be that. 
but there's no way I can do that and have a family. It's always been a big part of my my ethos and my identity that I know I wanted to have a family. I have three kids. They're the they're they're my everything. They're my light of my life, and I the best decision I ever made. But within the entertainment world, it, those two things you usually you normally worry about that later. You go to New York, you go to L.A., you go to Toronto, you go to wherever these hubs are, and you focus on your career first, and hopefully you'll make enough where now I can say now I'll have a kid or two. Mm-hmm. And I decided early on that wasn't for me, and so that comedy and entertainment and storytelling would always be secondary. So that's why I went to law school and I got a master's of public administration. I went, uh, you know, I always say they're the most expensive letters in my email. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, tens of thousand dollars for five letters by my name that, you know, um, but like I said, I went to law school and I didn't find it fulfilling and I kept being brought back to the arts. Improv is my first love. I did it in high school. I did it uh, semi-professionally here in Utah and eventually got to start my own theater. And so I got to, uh, uh, after I graduated, I had a, a, a miraculous angel investor, like the definition of what an angel investor could be. Someone coming in and say, I believe what you do. I don't really care about return. Here is just uh, so much money for you to do what you believe in because I believe in you. And I did. I built my own theater. Uh, we did four to five classes a week. We were doing shows uh, every single weekend. Um, but a couple things began to sour. Um, one, one is that that it plateaued. Like I was seeing year after year growth during my journey, and then all of a sudden I realized like, wait, according to my calculations, I should have been a millionaire by now, but we plateaued. And one of my first hard lesson was you can only fill the space as much as the market wants you. I thought that, well, if we have you know an average of 60 people, next year we'll have 120, and then all of a sudden we'll have to build. And that wasn't the case. At the end of the day, we were a community theater that filled the space of what the market asked for, and it didn't really want much more than that. And the second really hard lesson I learned was that creative, being creative, it is crucial to surround yourself with people who support you. And I did not realize that some of the early people that I decided to help me were incredibly toxic. And it wasn't until I left and I was able to reassess because I was living in that toxicity. Now, when you say left, does that mean left? the theater or just left that circle of friends? Left that circle, left that circle. And also transitioning away from the theater being my, my only full-time to be able to come, come to Harmon Brothers. There was a whole year where I was just spinning my wheels and throwing spaghetti at the wall and every decision I made, I, I had a, a leadership council basically um, who, it, it was a very unhealthy um, environment because I'd come up with ideas and all it was is valuation, why it's wrong, why you're hurting. And I was very depressed and I didn't, I didn't realize why it was. I was living my dream. I was doing you know, what the 1% of 1% of comedians could say that they're doing. They're you know, living full-time doing comedy. And that's when I met Harmon Brothers and I decided to give that a try. And one of my big poop to gold moments was it was a night and day difference going between people who questioned what I said every day and, and not in like, hey, you should think about it this way, but it's just this is wrong and this is bad and you should feel about what you're doing to coming over to here to say, awesome idea, that is so cool. How can we help that? Hey, maybe that won't work, but how about this? It was, a, it was like the fog was lifted from my mind and said, this is what it means to be in a creative outlet. And I was able to restructure what I did over there, fired some people, which is, do you know the, the color personality test? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? I'm very much a white, I'm very risk averse. So uh, firing people is like, the hardest like thing torture. to do, and literally, I, and, and it was really, honestly, didn't come to fruition until COVID. It was like everyone fired themselves because of COVID. I was like, thank goodness, thank you, thank you, disease. Uh, I appreciate you for doing my job for me, and I just didn't bring them back. But ever since then, um, um, uh, I, 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 I'm constantly in a place where I feel loved and supported, and, and have been able to do incredible things. Also, this idea of 
tapping into myself, like realizing that I had so much worth and potential, like I didn't realize I was struggling with that until I came into a team that supported that idea. And you know, there, there's cool numbers out there like, oh, what I wrote generated millions of dollars. And that's just an external symbol for what's happening on the inside of like, wow, I do have value. And it started first with the belief and then later manifested itself with the results in the world. Love it. Th yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And in the same way that Harmon Brothers and the Harmon Brothers culture has had a deep impact on you, you've also had a deep impact on us as an organization and brought a lot of value. And I think that's the beauty of finding those, those fits where everyone is lifted. It, you know, it, so, many, so many employees have this zero-sum mentality of mm -hmm. like, if I win, then my boss loses. But if my boss wins, it's at my expense. Right. And, and that's just so not healthy. No. To make it a competition. And I, I have friends who are like that, who are literally like, my boss makes so much more money than me. I'm literally spinning my wheels just to pay for his yacht. And there's very much as a sense here, like we're all going towards the same goal. And something, and this is just, you know, this is maybe outside of my scope, but anyone who runs a business, one thing I would emulate from Harmon Brothers is I very much felt the ability and the license to say, if you can create a business within our business that makes sense, we support you and go for it. And that has always resonated with me to be able to say, how can I fit to my own strengths and run with something that I own while also helping like a bigger machine? And that has been really cool to see. Which is exactly how you've ended up in this role of leading the writer's room, right? right. This just started as an experiment yeah. several months ago where we said, the clients need this, they're asking for it, we can't figure out where to provide it for them, right. why don't we test it and see if it works out for us to provide it for them. Yeah. And you ran that test, right? Yeah, and it's been amazing. And it's another thing, it's just what why the market is so cool is because it just reacts and responds. We've seen you know, an incredible amount of growth. And we've done, this will probably be the one the first, you know, advertising or bringing attention to it that we have since we've started. And yet we've had, you know, an immense amount of work and we've served a, 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 a numerous number of clients over the past few months just because when people just heard about the idea of saying, I could have the creative brain, the geniuses of Harmon Brothers, but still be able to own maybe production or the strategy of the other stuff that I feel that I'm good at, it just sparked and clicked. And that's one of those big aha moments that you live for in the business world. That's awesome. Well, for our listeners, how can they best stay in touch with you or follow what you're up to, Zach? I would love to hear anyone who's interested uh, in working with us. You can just email me directly, zach at harmonbrothers.com. Uh, we also, I think our landing page is harmonbrothers.com slash writers room. Uh, so you can check it out there. Um, I'm also interested to hear if, if, if you're a copywriter, if you're a comedian and you're interested in cultivating those skills, like we're looking to grow our bench. We're hoping to make some resources to really help and teach this mindset because it really is revolutionary. It really is like you know, and, and you look at the people who try, and I'm sure there are some out there that have, that have done it well, but there really is a unique voice that started here, and everyone else is just sort of an echo or copy of it. So if you're interested in that, come to the source, and we'll share some resources and build this style together. That's awesome. Final pieces of advice for our, for our listeners. So we've got a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs as well, and, and that's okay for people who are, you know, getting ready to jump into the game. You know, what, what one piece of advice would you give for 2021? Oh man, definitely uh, go into tens of thousands of dollars for debt for a law degree, get an internship at $8 an hour. Probably the biggest thing is 
you need to become undeniable. And that's, that, that's something that Harmon Brothers has cultivated here. There's been a couple of projects where I've said, I have this idea and I'd like to do it. And once the proof is in the pudding, you become undeniable. Where you say, whatever your idea is, whatever, whatever force you are trying to enact upon the world, if you can get yourself to a place of undeniability, then it will happen. And it starts with experimentation first of, here's what I'd like to see happen, and if it happens, then it will open. I, I'm positive that I can go to any, anywhere at Harmer Brothers, really anywhere in the world, and say, if I have the evidence to prove what it is where you can't deny it, then you logically have to, rather than have faith in my idea, or just trust me, please. But the level of undeniability you have, it, then that's when you will see results. So when you say undeniability, it's like, you come to me with this new idea of, hey, Benton, let's try this out. But instead of just saying, have faith in it, you say, what do we need to prove to ourselves that this is a good path forward? Is, is that the idea? Exactly. And, and you can do that for anything. It's like, oh, I'm not getting any jobs that I want. Oh, or my, my product isn't selling. If you have a vision and you want, like, if you want to go to a company, like, I, my dream is to work for you. You have to make your offer undeniable. And if that goes down to, I will work for $8 an hour for three months to you, and if I prove X result, then you have to hire me, the person would have to be dumb to say no. And if they're not rational enough to accept that offer, that's probably not someone you want to work with. So with any goal that you have, you establish the goal, establish the terms, prove those terms, and then accomplish what you want. Well, fortunately, I was not so dumb I failed to hire Zach. I did hire him, Best and he makes, he makes more than eight bucks an hour now. <laughs> Almost double that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, Zach. It was a pleasure. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity for the listeners to get to know you and get a peek inside of what's happening at Armour Brothers. A real pleasure. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you on the next one. Have you ever wanted Harmon Brothers help in your own business? We'll take a look at your marketing efforts and tell you where you can level up. We have the strategies, we have the expertise. We can help you get there. All you have to do is go to harmanbrothers.com forward slash audit. Once again, that's harmanbrothers.com forward slash audit.